friends to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. And welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. It is not Matt Mosley. Sorry to disappoint. It is Ward White's alongside Aaron Sexton here on this Wednesday, hump day, halfway through the work week. Wow. Already? I didn't even think about is that. Is that for real? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, that's. Is it really Wednesday? Or was I just talking myself? No, into no, it? it is. It, okay. It, it is Wednesday. <laughs> and I usually don't think of it as halfway through the work week because I'm usually working on weekends, but yeah. I'm actually off this weekend. So hey, it is. <laughs> look at that. Look at you. Yeah. You're big time now. Only for a couple more weeks, and then football oh. season starts and it's back to the grind. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're getting closer and closer to football season. Thank goodness. Yes. I love the grind. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 Look forward to working more because that's my favorite time of the year. And it's, I think it's a lot of people's favorite time of the year. Absolutely. As it should be, right? Absolutely. Yeah. More, more excited about the NFL getting started no. with seven days away from training camp. Mr. I don't have a team anymore. <laughs> I'm excited about the NFL. I love watching it, but I'm, I'm more of a college football fan. How do you not get excited about NFL football at all anymore? Because I know you're a huge fantasy football guy. Oh, no, no, I do. I oh, just, okay. I'm, I just get more excited You just about prefer it. the I'm a no team man. Yeah. Like, I will, I'm off on Sundays during football season. I will literally watch Red Zone from noon when it starts mm-hmm. till a little after 6 when the late game's in. It's great. Uh, and and I, that's, that's a great day for me to just sit there and watch Red Zone all day. Okay. And so... But you have I, no team rooting interest. No. Do you, it, be, do you believe in your heart of hearts, Aaron Sexton, <laughs> lifelong Cowboy fan, that you can go through the entire football season and not drift back to fandom for a team? Yes, and, and I'll tell you why. Since I just, just said enough is enough, I'm not rooting for him many, rooting for the Cowboys anymore. There's obviously always something that the Cowboys do that's in the news, and there's been a couple of things since then, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm not a Cowboys fan because I would just be what ap- if the impossible, apoplectic about that. Okay, what if the impossible happens, Aaron, and you look up and there's three weeks left in the season and not your Dallas Cowboys – but everybody else is around you, Dallas Cowboys, are in first place, not in the East. Let's just say, let's let's go to the extreme impossibility. Say the Cowboys are undefeated with three weeks left in the season. A sure look that they may be heading back to the Super Bowl for the first time in 30 years. Are you still not a fan? No, I'm good. All right. <laughs> At that point, with, Do you believe you're that with three strong? weeks left, that'll be the semifinals, or f- is that right? 
I think that's the first week of the fantasy football playoffs for most leagues. Okay. So I'll be more excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be my main focus because I I will hopefully be in a lot of of fantasy football playoffs at that point. Aaron? You're you're not believing me, do you? I'm going to call bull on that. (laughs) If the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl, you're not going to cheer for the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. That would be the real test, but right now I'm saying no. I could make myself out to be a big old liar, but right now I'm saying no. And I feel pretty good about them not making the Super Bowl and me not having to worry about that. There's our CNC collision text line question for today. Could you turn your back on your favorite team and not cheer for them if all of a sudden you have turned your back on them and, oops, they're in the Super Bowl. Could that could that be a possibility for the normal fan? Or if you'd like to chime in and say, Aaron's full of it, you can do that too. 254-662-1660. I, I don't know that I could do that. Even if I would have said, I'm done, I'm out, no way I'm cheering for the Cowboys anymore, and they all of a sudden were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, they're okay. I think I'm, I, I forgive you. <laughs> right, be like taking back an ex if you know. They, yeah, they all all of, a, all of a sudden they say the right things. Right, Go shower get a, get you a, with... get a makeover and things like that. <laughs> I just I don't I don't know how you could do that. All right, CNC collision text line. If you'd like to chime in on that, yeah, the the Super Bowl would be that the would ultimate be a test. test. Okay, yeah. well at least you admit well, you that know, the NFC Championship game. Even if they made that, that would, that would be a test. That would shock me, yeah. That would be a test? I, I think I would still be. You could still stick to your guns in the championship game. Yeah, I think so. Super Bowl would be a little harder, but. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been so long since the Cowboys have made it that far that maybe I'm not remembering how excited I was. <laughs> so, Well, and think about this. Not only, I mean, you could you could try to continue the pushback, but your proximity to where you are, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be hard not to get wrapped up in the hype of everybody else, oh, right? it would be crazy around here. It would be crazy at all of my relatives' house because my family are all Cowboys fans. My mom, my brother, my sisters, they're all huge Cowboy fans. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely be surrounded by it. There would be no escape from it for me. Grumpy old fan says he would be rooting against the Cowboys if they were in the Super Bowl. Could you see yourself going against the Cowboys if they were in the Super Bowl? I wouldn't actively root against them, no. Okay. I'd love the – I still love the Cowboys. I just (laughs) – You're just pissed. It dawned on me (laughs) – people always say that Jerry Jones – I I fully believe that Jerry Jones is the worst general manager in the league, and nothing's going to change until he steps down. But then – now you know that Stephen Jones is going to take over, and you know that he's just as incompetent as his father. So okay, you're, that's you're, fair. I was like, I'm not going to be stuck with it for literally probably the rest of my life mm-hmm. with someone in the Jones family, which it's going to be <laughs> running the organization, yeah, not just that. owning it, but running actively running it. And as long as the Jones is actively running it, their odds of making the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game. Are not very good, I don't think. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I don't, I don't know that I disagree with that statement. 
I, I, I don't see the Cowboys getting to the championship game, but that's, you know, that's just me. Does it disappoint me? Oh, yeah. Right. And Definitely. see, it would me too. Now I don't have that disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. It, it kind of started a little bit last year. I was still watching the Cowboys games, but mm-hmm. I found myself flipping. Even though they had a great season last year as far as the regular season, right? I still found myself flipping more to red zone. So you didn't stop Cow- down every Sunday for a Cowboys game? During, yeah, I would watch most of the Cowboys games. Oh, you games would? Okay. Still, yeah. Um, but I would flip back and forth to red zone, and I found myself doing it more as the season went along and more than I thought I would, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does, absolutely. I didn't because that's more a way you can keep up with your fantasy stats. Right, and I can do that on my phone while watching the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but I just was finding that I was enjoying watching the highlights from all the other games more than I was every play of the Cowboys game. Right. So I was watching less of it. There you go. So you will not stop down for Cowboys Monday night football. Uh, the The evening games I will just because I love NFL and <laughs> just for the job too. I mean, you've got to see what happens. But but in my defense on that, I watch all the Sunday and Monday night games. I agree. Not I, every second of it. them, but for the most part. I, I just I, love football I, that much. I think you're just making my case a little stronger though. Maybe. <laughs> you see me doing a little word dance, I know. So I'm not 100% convinced myself. So I, you're not I, wrong. I feel like that you may be, if they make it to the championship game, you may be wearing a Cowboys jersey in here to work. I still have my uh, Jason Witten jersey in the closet. I did not get rid of it. <laughs> you didn't burn it? No. And I still have a, an Amari Cooper they call them jerseys. It's a jersey T-shirt. I know mm-hmm. he's not with the Cowboys anymore, but that was the one I had. Right. Uh, so I still do have Cowboys gear, and I have another, just a regular Dallas Cowboys shirt that I wear all the time. But that was actually a birthday present for my sisters. Okay. So it's so, more I like the shirt, and I'm not going to quit wearing it just because it says Cowboys on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right, I, I'll I'll let you dance over there a little bit. We won't know till we get there, and I, you know, to be honest, I don't know that you'll have that problem, Aaron. Right, and I would I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it if it happened because it would make most of my family and most of my friends and most of my coworkers extremely happy if they did make the NFC Championship game or the or the or the Super Bowl. So the, I definitely wouldn't actively root against them. I, I would never do that. But okay, just not cheering for them or getting emotionally invested is the biggest thing. Okay, because it would ruin my day when they lost. If they run, if they win the Super Bowl, you'd run down Bagby, screaming, <laughs> happy. Right now, I'm saying no. Oh come on, we'll see. Come on. <laughs> I, it got to the point where, and. It shocked me, but someone asked me what my favorite sports moment of all time, and maybe it's been so long since the Cowboys won those Super Bowls with mm-hmm. the triplets and Jimmy Johnson and one with Switzer. But my best Super Bowl, pro sports, my, my best sports memories uh, are almost exclusively Baylor overall. Okay. Uh, but as far as pro sports – the Mavericks winning the championship with Dirk. 2011? Yeah, beating LeBron and, you know, the super team of the mm-hmm. Heat. 
that's number one on my list. And it will actually, I was asked that question before I quit being a Cowboys fan and I answered with that. And I, I do think that that has a little bit to do with how long it, ago it was when they won those Super Bowls. Because I remember how happy I was when they won them. It was unbelievable. Right. So we'll see. Uh, the fact that it's been so long helps, which <laughs> probably strengthens your point. <laughs> well, and, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of cowboy fans out there. You'd have to include my son that have never seen the Cowboys in a Super Bowl or a championship game. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, there, there, there's a a lot. Maybe, maybe more that haven't. Eh, not yet, but we're getting close. More that haven't than have. Yeah, there are there are there are adults right now whose whose memories of those Cowboys Super Bowl wins in the with <laughs> with Jimmy Johnson and, and Switzer as head coach and with with the triplets are like my memories of the Ice Bowl. It happened before I was born, so I've seen highlights and I've heard about it, but right. I have no real memory of it because it was before my time. Yeah, I I I well, we all know I remember. Grumpy old fan did say Jerry Jones would rather die than let someone else take credit for the Cowboys if they started playing like a good football team. And also, Robert texted in, number of rings since 1997, J-Lo 6, Dallas (laughs) 0. And I will never stop rooting for J-Lo, by the way. (laughs) I'll just tell you that right now. If you'd like to chime in, the text line is 254-662-1660. Did you watch the All-Star game last night, Aaron Sexton? I did. I missed it. Did you enjoy it? I did. It's why it's my favorite one was exactly because of what happened last night. You had great pitching because you have the best pitchers Mm -hmm. in the league pitching one inning. And then you have the best hitters in the league who find their occasional mistakes or there's usually at least one pitcher like there was early on when the National League scores who's probably not at their sharpest and gives up a couple of runs. Right. And then the back-to-back home runs were were just kind of – they weren't bad mistakes either. They, no, were, they just, were jacks. Yeah. They were just slight mistakes that two of the best hitters in the, in the major leagues just absolutely crushed. Mm-hmm. It's just what I love about the All-Star game. The only disappointing part was it was so close to being tied <laughs> and being decided by that home run derby, but it didn't happen. It did not happen. All-star game last night. The American League wins. Uh, we'll get into that in the next segment. Also coming up today here on the Matt Mosley Show, John Machota from The Athletic. We'll talk Cowboys with John Machota. How many days till training camp, Aaron? How many? Seven. There you go. Seven days. Uh, Aaron's camp is confidential. We'll have that. Head coach of the Lake Belton Broncos, Brian Cope, will join us. We'll find out what... Uh, he has going with Lake Belton is they, it's not their inaugural football season, but it's their inaugural season to play for a championship because of the outlaw schedule the previous two years for Lake Belton High School. They were ineligible to play for a district championship because, in football anyway, because they were not in a district. Now right. with the new realignment, they're in a district. We'll talk to him about the difference uh, in that in the previous two seasons for the Broncos and just where they're at coming out for this 2022 season as we are rapidly approaching high school football as well. Now that coaching school is breaking out and coaches are heading back to their offices and to their teams. 
And Brandon Solis from RedRaiders.com. We'll talk to Brandon about the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the big news that a lot of people seem to be saying that, hey, that's a pretty good idea. That's a pretty good model that the Red Raiders came up with, with paying the players $25,000 and a few walk-ons as well. So we'll talk to Brandon Solis about the hype about that out in Lubbock, Texas, coming up on the show today. So we'll have all that for you. Plus, we'll check that weather forecast for you coming up on the Matt Mosley Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for the rest of the day today. An excessive heat warning in effect, sunny and hot. Tonight, clear skies with a low of around 80. Those temperatures will continue through the rest of the week and into the weekend with afternoon highs near 105 and excessive heat warnings every day for the rest of the week and overnight lows near 80. Currently 104 at ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87 to 62, the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you? Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online, really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lakeyear Drive in Waco. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Shipments of unique one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. 
Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800, or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Are you nearly maxed out in your credit cards? It doesn't matter if you're using your credit cards for fun or to survive. At the end of the month, your statements come in. And you can either pay them or you can't. If you can't, late fees and interest rates get tacked on. And now, you're struggling just to make the minimum payment due. Do you feel trapped? Am I talking to you? Good, because I personally researched some companies that can help you. They may be able to reduce your credit card balances by 50% and stop the late fees. If you qualify, please call our special debt hotline number right now for a complimentary free five-minute consultation. Deal with your credit card problem now before it gets much worse and put more money back in your pocket. Trust me, I've been there too. Call right now. 800-948-1659. 800 800- 948-1659. 800-948-1659. That's 800-948-1659. And welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show here on this Wednesday afternoon. Ward White's in for Matt Mosley on this halfway through the work week day. Almost to complete halfway through about 30 more minutes for those who venture off at five o'clock. Yep. And exactly one week before Cowboys training camp opens. How about that? Big, but you're not excited. I'm excited. Okay. I really am (laughs) not for different reasons. Uh, I still, I still am intrigued by everything that happens with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I'm, I I still want to keep, I'll still keep up with obviously with the position battles and with what happens on the offensive line and with the receivers, which both could be problem areas going into the season. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the opening at camp. All-star game last night. You liked the uh, outcome with the American League. We both called it right. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't, I didn't realize that the American League, that was, what, their ninth straight ninth win? Ninth straight win yeah. for the American League. How about yeah. that? Yep, pretty A couple impressive. of Rangers in action. Martin Perez had a perfect inning for – the all-star appearance in his first time out. He threw three ground balls and got out of the inning. Perez is the 
fifth straight Ranger to pitch a scoreless inning, following Joe Nathan in 2013, Hugh Darvish in 2014, Cole Hamels in 2016, and Kyle Gibson in 2021. He's the eighth Ranger pitcher to po- throw a perfect re- uh, inning in an all-star game. You know who the others might be? You want to guess? Try to see if you can name any of them. You said the eighth? Mm-hmm. Eighth all-time. But I just mentioned Nathan, Darvish, Hamels, and Gibson. Okay, so. So there's five more out there. I would I would be shocked if. Or six more out if there. If Ryan wasn't one of them. Nolan Ryan in 1989. Kenny Rogers? Not on the list. Why am I just drawing a blank on good? Well, I know I'm drawing a blank on good Rangers pitchers because they're. Uh, let's see who who was it? Neftali Feliz? Not on the list. Wow. You said Hamels. I'm gonna need a little help with this one. I'm okay. The five straight were Nathan in 13, Darvish in 14, Hamels in 16, and Gibson in 21. That's the last five that were there. They they've done it. Now the other. Pictures. He's the eighth of all time. In 1986, Charlie Huff. I, I thought about him, but I I was like, did he ever make an All Star team? Mm-hmm. In 1989, Nolan Ryan. Mm-hmm. In 1992, Kevin Brown. Oh, okay. That was that was the one that should have popped into my head pretty quickly. In 1998, John Wetland. And then that's I was trying to think of the. Because they've had quite a few really good closers over the years. I was trying to think of some mm-hmm. of those besides Feliz, but I couldn't. I didn't remember Wetland. In 2010, one Cliff Lee. Okay. That was the first big trade for a Phillies pitcher mm-hmm. that the Rangers made to help them in the postseason. And right. it did. It worked. Yep. Got him to the World Series. Absolutely. Uh, Nathan's on the list again for because he was in 2013. He was back-to-back in 2012 and Darvish in 2016 as well. Uh, so one of the eight pitchers to throw a perfect inning for the Texas Rangers. Uh, shortstop Corey Seager last night played a few innings, made a couple of plays in the field. He didn't do bad in the field representing. Um, was 0-for-1 at the plate, but he did get the – Rousing welcome back to Dodger Stadium. You notice that? Yeah, we talked about that. We were kind of wondering, but I think we both thought that his reception. No, that was actually on John's show when he asked me about that. I thought it would be a pretty positive reception for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good to see because I think he, I think, I don't know that he would have preferred to stay in L.A., but I don't think that they really made him a competitive offer just because of, a, the payroll they already have, and B, the, the players that they have coming up. Yeah. What did you think about the unis last night? I loved them. I I'm, a, they were I'm a uni guy. Yeah, So me too. I, I, I thought they were great. I loved them. I, I like I that they, they all had the same colors on but had their team logo on the hat and the uh, jersey. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, there was a – was it Darby Brown? Someone on Twitter said they missed – Everybody wearing their individual team jerseys mm-hmm. in the All Star Game, and I was—I thought about it. Looking at it, I prefer what they did last night with the same jersey, basically, but with their team logos on it. I yeah. like that look. I thought it was different. I, I liked it. I didn't—I didn't have a problem with it at all. All right, little All Star talk for you, um, and no, no home run derby with extra innings. 
So close. To our there was an opportunity. But. Yes, there was. All right, coming up next, John Machota from The Athletic. We'll talk some Cowboys with John Machota next on the Matt Mosley Show. Recently on Game Time, we welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayarajan. That's what's really unfortunate for him about this, that they had somebody like Caleb Williams waiting in the wings as somebody who's won a Big 12 championship. To hear people chant, we want Caleb from the crowd, you know, a freshman quarterback who hasn't really done anything at that point. I understand the frustration, but at the same time, that's kind of part of being a college football player. That's part of playing at a program like Oklahoma. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range, is now open. This state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lakeier Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The American League beat the National League in the All-Star Game 3-2. It was the ninth straight win for the American League. Martin Perez became the eighth Ranger pitcher to throw a perfect inning in his first All-Star appearance. Corey Seager played the final few innings and grounded out his only plate appearance. John Carlos Stanton was the game's MVP. Sweden's Hendrik Stenson will no longer serve as Europeans captain at the 2023 Ryder Cup in Rome with sources confirming he's preparing to join the LIV. Charlotte Hornets restricted free agent Miles Bridges is facing three felony domestic violence charges after being accused of assaulting his girlfriend in front of their two children. Two more players from Better were selected in the MLB draft. Outfielder Kyle Davin in the 11th round by the Dodgers and shortstop Jack Pineda was taken in the 12th round by Kansas City. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show here on this Wednesday. Ward White sitting in for Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton alongside of me, and joining us now, the one and only John Machoda from The Athletic. Talk a little Cowboys. Good afternoon, John. How are you? I'm doing well. A couple days away from uh, going up to California. Yeah, you lucky dog. How about that? <laughs> going from 108 degrees to, I don't know, 78 degrees? I've been down here now 11 years, and this is this is by far the most that I've wanted to get away from it. It really hasn't bothered me in previous years, but just this last, you know, few weeks, I've I've been just can't wait to get out to California <laughs> for that reason more than anything. But that probably even more than the football, actually. <laughs> yeah, it won't hurt your feelings to have to put on a windbreaker, will it? It won't. I mean, I was actually just packing some stuff, and I actually had some hooded sweatshirts that obviously haven't been getting much use. <laughs> John, we were talking yesterday about this Dallas Cowboy team, and every year going into training camp, there's always some drama from the Cowboys, or it seems like more times than not. We really haven't seen any drama seven days out from the Cowboys training camp. Are you a little bit surprised, or are you holding your breath? I mean, I guess it's all about the way you look at it. In terms of on the roster and things like that, okay, sure, it's less than normal. But I feel like this offseason, mainly with all the things that have been going on with Jerry Jones, right? Uh, I mean, I feel like that almost makes up for it just because of, I mean, for example, like, so next Tuesday, they'll do their, their State of the Cowboys uh, press conference to kick off the start of training camp out in, out in California. And they're going to be on that on those tennis courts out there, and there's going to be a lot of questions to Jerry Jones about just his things that have been going on in the off season for him. How, how if those have been distractions? I mean, things that questions he's going to get that probably other owners won't get because one, they won't make themselves available, or two, they're also <laughs> not the gen, they're not the general manager of their team. So I mean, that stuff factors into the football side of it. But yes, I agree with you on the football side. It has been abnormally quiet. I mean, there wasn't really any serious negotiations going on between Dalton Schultz and the Cowboys as that franchise tag closed in that window on July 15th. Uh, Whereas in the past, we've seen that usually kind of made the contract negotiations heat up a little bit, nothing really there. Haven't added any big names in in, in terms of free agents that are still out there in in veterans. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting when we go out there just to see kind of, some of the pieces that we haven't seen since OTAs and minicamp and guys like James Washington, who didn't even participate in OTAs and minicamp. So there's a lot of moving pieces that we still don't know about, but yeah, in terms of uh, player drama and things like that, yeah, it, it has been a little bit, a uh, um, little bit less than normal. John, I, I think we all know that it, it's a big year for Dak Prescott. There's no doubt about it. And 
I, I feel like that it's not really a make or break, but it's it's a big year for him to try to try to stay as healthy as he possibly can and have kind of a, another good year since his rookie year. It hasn't been all roses for Dak Prescott. But in your mind, sure, are the I, Cowboys are the Cowboys holding their breath, not pursuing a solidified backup quarterback again going into training camp? I mean, I don't think so. Um, I think that you really kind of trace it back to that game that they didn't have Dak up in Minnesota uh, and just the way that Cooper Rush played in that game. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, a big part of that was, you know, kind of the back and forth and the connection he had with Amari Cooper. And obviously Amari Cooper is gone, but I I feel like Cooper Rush did enough there for that to to solidify that spot to where they felt pretty comfortable with it. And I, and I, and I get that, you know, Dak obviously was injured two years ago, but for the most part, he hasn't really been a guy that has missed a ton of time. And I, I, I think they feel just like he feels that he's in the best shape he's been in uh, as, as an NFL. And even going back to his college days, he's in better shape now than he was. Then you can just tell by looking at it, how like leaner he is and things like that. I don't think that they look at him as the type of guy that they're really that concerned about another, you know, ankle injury, like the freak ankle, ankle injury that happened a couple of years ago. So I don't think they look at that nearly as, as big of a an issue as, you know, possibly adding another pass rusher, possibly adding some help on the offensive line, mm-hmm. possibly needing to add another wide receiver. I just, of course, I mean, you're all, I'm, there's not any team out there that wouldn't want a little bit better of a backup quarterback, but at some point you got to be like, Hey, this, I feel comfortable with this guy. Uh, and let's be honest, if that goes down, it really wouldn't matter if their backup is a little bit better than Cooper rush or not. The season's probably done. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree with that 100%. I, I've always said, hey, if you lose your starting quarterback, you're probably done anyway. Whose who's bigger year is it? Is it a bigger year for Dak Prescott? Is it a bigger year for Ezekiel Elliott in your mind? Ezekiel Elliott, 100%. Uh, Dak, Dak could have just a, a horrid year, and there would be no – there would be off-season talk of how he needs to be better and bounce back and things like that, but he's not going anywhere. Ezekiel Elliott, if he doesn't have a big year, he's most likely not with the Cowboys next year. You know, mm-hmm. And even if he has a pretty good year, it still might not be back with them if he's – they might go, come to him and ask him to take less money. And so, no, this is – I mean, heck, you look down the entire roster – I don't know if anybody tops Zeke in terms of needing to have a big year. You know, of course, there's guys that are in the final year of their rookie contracts, like a Tony Pollard. He, you know, I'm sure he wants to have a huge year because this is going to be a it, probably his best chance as a pro to cash in on a big payday. Uh, but guys like that. But in terms of like the importance to this team, yeah, I, I don't think that there's any any veteran on this team that needs to have a bigger year uh, than Ezekiel Elliott. And when I, when I say that, I do think Zeke, if he's healthy, that'll all take care of itself. But it's about staying healthy and, and and that's easier said than done when you have someone who's such a physical runner like he is where is the offensive line that can help him stay healthy man that is that is the question of all questions i mean it's it's funny because i like almost take it the offensive line for granted since i've covered the team you know mm-hmm. my first draft that i covered was the tyron smith draft and so since then you know they added frederick and zach martin and then lyle Count- i mean the Offensive line has always been like, oh, yeah, yeah, you don't even have to really talk about it. We know the offensive line going to be solid. But this year, man, more than any other year, is it just loaded with questions. I mean, other than Zach Martin, there's major questions about all other four positions. I think they feel pretty good about Terrence Steele uh, being solid at right tackle. But still, he's another guy that, you know, would anybody be shocked if he had a down year? I mean, he's an undrafted guy that he's gotten better. But um, I don't know that he has this long track record where you're just like, yeah, you don't need to worry about him. 
Uh, Tyron Smith would obviously be there if it wasn't for the fact that he's just had a hard time staying healthy. So, and, and he plays the most important position at left tackle. So if he doesn't stay healthy, who's the next guy up? So right. the guys behind him, you don't even have a veteran, uh, you know, swing tackle like they've had in years past. And then you get rid of Lyle Collins. So you're looking at young guys that you really don't know what you have. And Matt Willetsko and Josh Ball that would have to step in at left tackle. And then at left guard, you have Tyler Smith, who I think Tyler Smith will be a good NFL player. But to just expect that in his first year uh, playing left guard, which he hasn't played since high school, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough transition for him, too. I mean, it'd be one thing if, you know, you're coming into, hey, we're going to put Tyler Smith in between a Pro Bowl Tyron Smith and a Pro Bowl Travis Frederick. You're putting him in between Tyler Biotish, who, I mean, there's no, no guarantee that he is. 100% can be the starting center week one. I think he will, but I don't think that it's set in stone. Uh, and then uh, Tyron Smith, if he can't stay healthy, it's like they might need Tyler Smith to move out to left tackle. So a ton of moving parts there for, let's be honest, a team that if the offensive line isn't very good, you can kind of see how everything for the rest of the offense is going to struggle. John Machota with us here on ESPN Central Texas talking Cowboys on this Wednesday afternoon. And John, the strength of the defense in your mind sits where? Wherever they line up Micah Parsons. If, uh, <laughs> if, if he's that linebacker that's there, if he's rushing the passer, it's there. It, it, it all and, – and really when I say that, I feel like the other 31 teams in the league, uh, all, all of their offense coordinators would say the exact same thing. Like it starts with let's identify where 11 is, and then we build off of that. And, and that's one of the great things about Dan Quinn is that he's been able to utilize Micah in so many different ways that I, I just don't sense from week to week that – these other teams really have a 100%, you know, confidence that they know exactly where Micah Parsons is going to be. And, and Hey, on a lot of teams, they would just line him up as the right defensive end or left defensive end and be like, Hey, we want you to get to the quarterback. We want you to make a run at TJ Watts, you know, Michael Strahan sack record. Uh, but in this particular defense, it's going to be wherever he lines up and, and that's going to be in a variety of different ways. And, and if he can build off of what he did last year, then this defense should be even better than it was last year. And, and it's funny because I just said to you about how for the entire time I've covered this team, this is the most question marks on, off, on the offensive line. Well, this is probably the best defense uh, that I've covered going mm-hmm. back to 2010. Uh, it just Most of those teams have been, all of them up until this really this year, the offense is clearly the strength. That's where all the money was spent. You just knew it was going to be an offensive-led team. This is the first year in a long time where it's like this could this team could be led by the defense. When you look at this defense, too, and, and I agree with you 100%, but you look at this defense, are there still a few question marks on the defensive line because of who exited and, and who they have there right now? But do you think that they yeah, can catch up with, with Dan Quinn's philosophies and what he is able to do? Some of the things he is able to do lining up a defense may give them an easier path to be that good defense. Now, with them losing Randy Gregory, I know a lot of people will point to that. You know, they're losing their starting right defensive end. I think there's enough quality there mm-hmm. in Dorrance Armstrong, in Dante Fowler, uh, in, in Sam Williams, the kid they just drafted out of Ole Miss, that there's enough pieces there opposite of Demarcus Lawrence, and then you add in Micah Parsons to get enough pass rush. The, 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 the key is going to be that defensive tackle spot. Can Neville Gallimore, can Osa Adigizua take another step? If those guys do then I think the defensive line will be set and, and it'll be one of the team's strengths. But if they're just okay or they're up and down and you really don't know from week to week how good the defensive tackles are going to be, I think you're going to get into some issues there. And, and also that could lead to uh, next year in the draft, them spending their first-round pick on defensive tackle because 
It's a spot where they haven't really spent significantly, but they feel that they have a lot of upside in Gallimore and Odegizua. So is this the year that they put it together and, and they play really well? If that's the case, then, then again, like that defense will take another big step. If not, then it might just be a middle-of-the-pack defense. Well, I mean, as good as the secondary is, and, and that's been a huge question mark for a long time for the Cowboys, but as good as the secondary is, it's predicated on this defensive line not necessarily making sacks, but making quarterbacks uncomfortable and making those bad throws. And do you feel like that they're good enough to be able to at least do that? Because I don't think the sack is all that important. No, no. I mean, it's just that's the one that gets – that stat is the one that gets all the eyeballs on it. I mean, it's right. clearly the one that most people want to point to when they compare, you know, edge rushers and that. But, no, I th- again, if they get that pre- that pressure up the middle – and, again, that will include Micah Parsons. He'll be, right. he'll be lining up over the nose to, from time to time. They're going to – they need to – if they can get some consistent pressure up the middle, I think everything else will, will take care of itself. I do think that there's enough playmakers on the back end, not just with Trayvon Diggs, but with the J. Ron Curses, mm-hmm. Malik Hookers, you know, a second full season in this system. And, and I think Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis are solid. I mean, I think that they're in a good spot back there that if you can just get some consistent pressure up there, I do believe those guys will capitalize on the back end. How do you feel about the kicking position going into training camp right now, John? <laughs> about it? I would put it second behind the offensive line in terms of just uncertainty because <laughs> you just don't know. And, and, and you know, the other thing is it's like, okay, so we get out to camp and let's say Jonathan Garibay really struggles and he, he well, we won't even say he struggles. Let's just say he's very up and down, very inconsistent. Right. So like, where do you go from there? You know, I mean, then you're just trying out different free agents, uh, you know, veterans and, that's generally not going to get you a good solid kick. I mean, they really need Jonathan Garibay to win the job and have a ton of confidence going into the season. And and I'm not saying he's going to be Dan Bailey the way Dan Bailey immediately stepped in there as an undrafted guy, but that is obviously their hope. But yeah, they need him to have a really good camp. They need to have him, him have a really good showing in the preseason because if it's one of these things where it's just like every other week, they're bringing in, you know, new kickers and things like that, just, that's not it. It's not good. That's not good in 1980, much less in 2022, <laughs> where these games are just so close. Right. So many of them come down to last minute extra points, field goals. Uh, so many games come down to a, a missed extra point or field goal that happened late in the, or early in the fourth quarter that the team's trying to play catch up to make up for that lost points. Uh, so it's just it's so important to have a consistent kicker. And again, they're, I mean, they're not expecting him to come in here and be a Pro Bowler, but he has to be more consistent than Greg Zerline was. He has to be more consistent than, than Brett Maher was. And and if not, then this is a position that they have to they're going to have to put more resources in. How hot, John, is the seat of Mike McCarthy going into training camp, or is it? No, it's it's hot for sure. I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, it's in the upper echelon in the NFL, but I feel like most of these coaches, it's it's a pretty hot seat because it is a very what have you done for me lately business. And Mike McCarthy's in a spot here with the Cowboys that when he when he took over the Cowboys, it wasn't like they looked at him as like we got to tear this whole thing down and rebuild it. It was we've been getting to eight, nine, 10 wins and, and getting into the playoffs. We've been winning the division, but we haven't had any playoff success or very little. And so that's what it's going to come down to. You know, it's not even, he doesn't just have to make the playoffs. They're going to have to have postseason success. Now, I granted, it's, is that fair? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, to put it all on one person like that, but I feel, you know, just being around the team and that the last year or so, especially with the way last season ended, 
uh, there's going to be a lot of frustration in the front office if this team doesn't have any postseason success. So, you know, that's obviously a lot to ask of a coach that it's not only do you have to win your division or at least make the playoffs, but when you get the playoffs, you got to win some playoff games too. And so uh, that's what, that's what it'll come down to. You know, I mean, they can go on a, you know, two, three, four game losing streak. They could win two, three, four, six games in a row. And that's all great, but it's really going to come down to what do they do in the postseason. And if they don't have that success there, it's hard for me to believe that Jerry Jones is going to stay the course. John Matoda with the Athletic Talking Cowboys with us here on ESPN Central Texas. John, I certainly appreciate the time. Safe travels out to California. Enjoy the cooler weather, sir. I will. Thanks for having me on. You bet. There he goes, John Machota with the Athletic. Does a great job covering the Dallas Cowboys. Has for a very, very long time. Always enjoy getting a chance to stop down and talk to John Machota. And, and maybe we'll see him out at training camp in seven days. 78 degrees. <laughs> it's, it's hard to even comprehend that when it's so hot here. It, it'll be chilly at night out there. I mean, I, I, I would grab a little light jacket to go to dinner. It's, boy, man. Can you imagine having a light jacket going out to dinner tonight? <laughs> Only if you're trying to cut weight for a wrestling match. <laughs> Thanks to John Machota joining us here on ESPN Central Texas. How about a little Campus Confidential? That's next here on the Matt Mosley Show. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco! 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The American League beat the National League in the All-Star Game 3-2. It was the ninth straight win for the American League. Martin Perez became the eighth Ranger pitcher to throw a perfect inning in his first All-Star appearance. Corey Seager played the final few innings and grounded out his only plate appearance. John Carlos Stanton was the game's MVP. Sweden's Hendrik Stenson will no longer serve as Europeans captain at the 2023 Ryder Cup in Rome with sources confirming he's preparing to join the LIV. Charlotte Hornets restricted free agent Miles Bridges is facing three felony domestic violence charges after being accused of assaulting his girlfriend in front of their two children. Two more players from Better were selected in the MLB draft. Outfielder Kyle Davin in the 11th round by the Dodgers and shortstop Jack Pineda was taken in the 12th round by Kansas City. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Matt Mosley, not here. As you hopefully have figured out over the past three days. Yeah, I think he's on his way back from Italy, so I don't think he's... I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> As Stretch would say, the mutt. <laughs> hey, you know what's really funny is Stretch called back after the show, because I saw the hotline ringing, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes... Make sure you tell Mosley that I called him a mutt. <laughs> I was like, I will pass that along. <laughs> and we talked for a few minutes and then uh but I was like uh I was like, I will pass along the message. I I said I told him about you and I talking about it right after, you mm-hmm. know, the interview and how we got a kick out of it. We couldn't remember the exact wording and he goes, I called him a mutt. <laughs> yes. Talking about Mosley's hair. Uh, we're going to talk Campus Confidential coming up a little bit later on in the show, but wanted to, because we're running a little bit short to the top of the hour, and want to hit the top of the hour and have Brian Cope on, head coach of Lake Belton. But uh, a little news came out, and we've been talking about this, and there's been speculation about this since the news broke that Texas and OU are heading to the SEC. Would they or would they not be playing in the Big 12 football conference in 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025. A lot of people said, eh, not 2025. No way. Maybe 2022. Probably leave in 2023. For sure leave by 2025 or right. 2024. But Texas AD Chris Del Conte has said, that the Texas Longhorns will definitely, his words were definitely be in the commitment to the Big 12 through 2025. You believe that? Not for one second. Okay. You think that somebody told him that we were talking about it? He might and have. said that they weren't <laughs> going to be here and he wanted to clear the air? That could have happened. Right. But the biggest thing, and I, we've talked about this off the air, but the biggest thing is, the, and it won't have, well, I, the biggest thing is the ESPN wants them in the SEC sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that as, as the new, as Brett Yormark, the new Big 12 commissioner, said during Big 12 media days, that it's in both 
This wasn't his exact words, but basically he said, there's an agreement to be had. It has to be in the best interest of the Big 12, but he thinks that there's some common ground, which is already more a more positive sign than we've seen or heard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, both sides want some – obviously the Big 12 wants their money. They want to get most of it, if not all of it, and I think they would get most of it, and they would – in this situation – and Texas and Oklahoma would be allowed to leave early. That way they can start in the new conference when, they, when the SEC starts their new contract and the Big 12 can get ready for the next year when they would start their new television deal with new teams, um, the, two that, the four that they added, and possibly some more teams being added. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I just kind of hold my breath at that statement. I, I don't I don't know that it's 100. I'm, maybe he believes that right now. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's just trying to say all the right things. But I just, I don't see him here through the 2025 season. No, I don't either. Just don't. I mean, I know they want to honor that commitment. That And that all sounds good. But what did we say yesterday and every day, money talks? Yeah, and I know it's different numbers, but to the AAC, that money was very important for those members leaving, that they get money from them leaving early. And the AAC president said, there's no way we're letting them out early. Mm-hmm. Well, less than what? Less than a year later, they come to an agreement and they're gone and they're going to be in the Big 12 starting next year. Yeah, I, 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 I think just, something similar will happen. I, I do too. I think some something's going to break loose and they will be in the SEC sooner than later. I, I would not – it would not floor me if something broke loose and this was the last year of Texas OU. That's what I said in the beginning. Now, as it's dragged on, I thought maybe 2024 instead, but I agree with that too. I, with the way things are going in realignment, it wouldn't shock me if an agreement happened and they were in the SEC playing football next year. Wouldn't shock me. Not at all. All right. Coming up next, we'll have head coach of the Lake Belton, uh, Brian Cope, will join us fresh off a of coaching school and see what his thoughts are for the Broncos coming up in their, well, not really inaugural, but inaugural season to play for a gold football. We'll do that next on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. It's time now for... The Naked Truck. The ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity. Presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. 
That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show here on this Wednesday afternoon. Worldwide's in for Matt Mosley alongside me, Aaron Sexton, and joining us now is head coach of the Lake Belton Broncos, Ryan Cope. Good morning, Coach, or good afternoon, Coach, I should say. How are we today? Oh, we're doing great. Getting ready for uh, some district in service tomorrow, and then we do our football camp on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and we start rocking and rolling August 1st. Coach, it, it used to be for me when you went to coaching school, when you got back from coaching school, that was the internal clock go time. It's it's ready to go. We've got to re- crank it up now, and it's it's time to play some football is it still the same way for you because of the UIL with the summer workouts, or has that changed a little bit? It's go time all the time. I think when uh, when I walked off the field at, at Davenport uh, last year, <laughs> uh, I think we've been waiting for this year to, to go and and put a lot of hard work from our kids and our, and our incredible coaching staff uh, to be ready to go. And I don't know if it's necessarily ever really stopped. Um, but it is the, you know, we had our first day of, of coaches meetings today and, and man, really, really, uh, excited about the opportunity for this year. Do you ever sit back and just kind of catch your breath and, and, and look at, and at what you have laying in front of you, the opportunity with the two years of the outlaw schedule, now getting an opportunity to play for a goal ball. Do you ever just stop back and go, wow, is this really real? It's ironic you say that. Um, uh, we do a little coach's deal where you got to choose a word for the year. My action, my word for this year is actually appreciate, um, which goes back. I think uh, appreciate the senior class. It's been unbelievable for us um, to help build it. Appreciate uh, such an unbelievable coaching staff that we have and, and brought some new guys on that have really added um, a lot to our program. Um, and then also appreciate our community and this unbelievable school that we have. If you've been, been around this place and just make sure not to, don't forget to enjoy uh, this incredible gift and opportunity that we've been given. When you look at the opportunity that you have had over the past couple of seasons, was it, was it more of a 
blessing to have the opportunity to start from scratch or was it more of a challenge because of everything was so new and there wasn't anything you had to erase you just went in and said this is how you're a bronco and this is how we're going to go about doing things was that a little bit easier for you and your staff you know there was a little bit of an ease to it but there's also uh one of those situations that um you look at that our kids they got to learn the Bronco way, but also my number one job was in charge of the culture um, of the place, because if something was wrong, then I only had a, uh, uh, there was only one person to look at. <laughs> um, and so that's a lot of pressure. Uh, that's the, you better make sure and be very, very detailed in that because if something wasn't done right and, and we didn't have those discussions as coaches or with our kids, uh, then ultimately that was going to fall on, on me. Coach, how much different is it going to be actually being locked into a district and playing for a district championship for this football team than the previous two years were? Uh, it is going to be different. You know, we're in a we're in a nine-team district, and so we only get two non-district games. Um, one of the reasons we actually chose not to do spring ball so that we could have that second scrimmage um, just to kind of get ready for those things. But, you know, our first district game is at Red Oak uh, – um, we're going to have to go in there and, and get ready to roll. And I think we're building up to that point, but we also can't make that game uh, the end-all, be-all. we got to make sure and, and just every day we show up, work the Bronco way, and give a 212 effort. How much different is that when you have a larger district, like a nine-team district, rather than maybe a six-team district, district when you don't get that opportunity? Because they start counting pretty quick when you start in the third week of the season playing for a district championship right off the bat, does that make it even more important that you take it snap all by all snap? That tells me is, is that, that five teams don't make it instead of two if you're in a 16 <laughs> district. So I'm, we're just trying to be one of the four right now. That's our that's our first goal uh, of this season is to, to find a way to, to get in. Um, and after that, I've been a part of some, some great programs. That find a way to get in and get hot, and you never know how it all shakes out. Coach, with the UIL changing after COVID and giving you the opportunity to have those off-season workouts and have the actual time with the players, how much has that helped you and your staff? And, and have, you, have you come to a custom of really, really liking this, or is it uh, something that it, it's not that much different than what you've done before? I think you have to be very, very careful of not overdoing it. And so one of the things we do with our skills is we go for 40 minutes a day. Um, We're also a big believer in the multi-sport. So we have multi-sport days built in there. Um, We actually uh, um, have some meeting time kind of built in. And so I think it's really, really important to, uh, to work through those. I think we're training our skills kids. I think it's an incredible opportunity for our freshmen. It's one of the reasons we don't have freshman camp. Um, cause we have those 40 minute times. So they're getting to have freshman football camp for about six weeks in theory, um, with how we rotate it. And so, man, it's been a valuable asset to our program. Does it feel like coach that it gives you the opportunity to keep it fresh where you don't have to start from scratch when you hit the practice field for two a days, uh, in, in the second week of August? Well, I think you do start from scratch, but you're installing your offense, um, or defensive schemes, uh, four different times. I mean, you install it before spring practice, spring practice, summertime, and then fall camp. Um, so by the end of it, it does help those kids continue to learn. And also every time you install something again, you're actually coaching that much more of a detail of it. Um, so it's really helped our kids continually grow uh, to be ready to go.
with the past two seasons being able to have the competition that you had how much does that help your team get ready for a nine-team district and just be themselves and do it the way that you want to do it if you take care of your sidelines and not worry about the other sidelines most of the time it's going to go your way you know we talk all, all the time um uh, that Alabama doesn't worry about anybody else and your goal our goal should be to to, to not worry about anybody else and let's do our very best and if we do that um, we got a chance I'm a big believer that I think high school athletics um, they are won by the, the team who plays with the best effort possible um, and we control that and so that is a key component to our program Coach Brian Cope along with us here on ESPN Central Texas on this Wednesday afternoon. And the one thing that Coach Cope is most excited about this coming football season is? Uh, The opportunity to to make the playoffs. Our senior class, um, led by Javion Wilcox, Connor Cruz, uh, Christian Kuntz, Connor Brennan, um, you know, has – has has worked tirelessly and they've been there from day one um and, and man i'm just very 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 proud of those kids i appreciate all that they've done and, and really want that for them um experienced in every other sport um that you know every sport in our athletic program last year made the playoffs the year before all that too um so our kids have had to get the experience that but uh, man, i want it for our kids and our football program and our parents and our community um, and our administration, who are phenomenal. Coach, how, how big is the word consistency in your program? <laughs> uh, it's number one. Um, I guess after Rise Up, you can say so I guess that means it's number two. Um, but, man, we got to make sure and show up every day and, and just continue to string wins together. Uh, and if you, you win those, then, man, great things happen to you. Coach Brian Cope with us here on ESPN Central Texas, head coach of the Lake Belton Broncos as they get ready for not their inaugural season, Coach, but the first season you get the opportunity to play for a goal ball. Certainly do appreciate the time. Enjoy it as uh, you go through, and I'll be talking to you all season long, Coach. Sounds good, man. Thank you for for having me, and, and man, really appreciate it. And really very, very proud to be the head coach of this this great program with unbelievable kids and a coaching staff and a, and a heck of administration. And I appreciate all that y'all do for, for high school athletics. It yep. makes Texas special, that's for sure. Coach, appreciate you very much. Look forward to talking to you. There he goes, head coach Brian Cope of the Broncos as they get to play for a gold ball for the first time. It's got to be a little different for them, a nine-team district. Yeah, but I think they're – set up to have a great year oh i do too i, I, I have a fantastic. lot of confidence you know i i remember coach cope when he was at the offensive coordinator the first time i met him over at belton high school really enjoy sitting down and, and talking to him and he always made a point to come over and talk to me and he's such a great guy and i, I wish him all the best yeah and it's it's not ideal to have to do that two years where you're not playing UIL district games. but mm-hmm. That all, all schedule is hard to do. It is. It really is hard but, to do. But I think it really prepared them for what they're, you know, for this year, and I think it's going to show. I think we, we both agree that it, it could be a special year for them in their first year in, in, in UIL play. Well, and, you know, he mentioned the nine teams, Red Oak, Shoemaker, Waco High, Cleburne High, Colleen High, Granbury, Middle Othian, and Colleen Ellison. That's their district that they're going to have to compete in. It's going to be a competitive district, fun to watch throughout the season. Absolutely. And I, I 
you know, I haven't started with high, a lot of the high school football stuff, so I forgot that when the realignment happened, they were in the district with Waco High and the mm-hmm. Colleen schools. Yeah. It's going to be a great Some great of the Colleen schools. Right, Remember right. Now not they've, all, not they've, all they've of them. They've split some of that up now for right. the first and time some in, of them, in a long time. Some of them are in the are, are 6A, correct? Or yeah. Did, yes. It is, uh, is going to be uh, Harker Heights in there with Colleen in the 6A. Everybody else went 5A in Colleen. So a little bit different uh, out of the Colleen ISD. So they're not all in one district for the first time in, well, since I can remember. I was about to say in my lifetime, I think. I, I don't remember them all, you know, each school not being in the same district. Yep. So that'll be a little bit different for the Colleen schools as well. But we will hear from Coach Brian Cope all season long on our coaches' shows. So we'll be able to keep up with the Broncos and how they are doing throughout the uh, district play and their opportunity to play for a goal ball for the very first time in program history. So that should be fun. All right, coming up next, we will talk to – uh, Brandon Solis, RedRaiderSports.com, as we'll find out what's going on in Lubbock with the Red Raiders and just how mad are the Red Raider fans about TCU's comments about not being able to buy tickets. Are they already scalping? We'll find out next right here on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Happy New Year from New Orleans as the Bears are the 2022 All-State Sugar Bowl champions. To cap a record-breaking season for Baylor football, Baylor wins 12 games in a season for the first time in school history. They finish as champions of the All-State Sugar Bowl 21-7 over the Ole Miss Rebels tonight. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800, or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The American League beat the National League in the All-Star Game 3-2. It was the ninth straight win for the American League. Martin Perez became the eighth Ranger pitcher to throw a perfect inning in his first All-Star appearance. Corey Seager played the final few innings and grounded out his only plate appearance. John Carlos Stanton was the game's MVP. Sweden's Hendrik Stenson will no longer serve as European captain at the 2023 Ryder Cup in Rome with sources confirming he's preparing to join the LIV. Charlotte Hornets restricted free agent Miles Bridges is facing three felony domestic violence charges after being accused of assaulting his girlfriend in front of their two children. Two more players from better were selected in the MLB draft. Outfielder Kyle Davin in the 11th round by the Dodgers and shortstop Jack Pineda was taken in the 12th round by Kansas City. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show here on this Wednesday afternoon. Ward White's in for Matt Mosley alongside Aaron Sexton. Joining us now is Brandon Solis, RedRaiderSports.com. Talk a little Red Raiders. And, Brandon, how are we today? Doing good. Uh, dealing with this hot weather. But uh, <laughs> everything's, going, everything's going good, though. Just how hot is it out there with the cactus in the desert? Oh, that cactus. I knew we were going to talk about that. Specifically, <laughs> I was just in my car, 109 in the car. Woo! Oh, oh. At least, yeah, sure. tell tell me change things haven't changed in Lubbock. There's still a a good twenty five thirty mile an hour wind. Uh, it's actually really calm now. Oh no, right now, and I was just in traffic actually, which is something else with construction. <laughs> so uh, yeah, lots of change, especially with the uh, you know the football program and everything. Lubbock's just transforming over the years. 
Brandon, what is the excitement level for Red Raider football in Joey McGuire's inaugural season? Before we get to anything else, the excitement level that you keep hearing around town. Well, with the, I know we're going to talk about with Erod of the Cactus. We'll talk about that later. But with media days, just uh, you know, just finishing up last week, um, it seems like Joey McGuire is just having so much momentum in key parts of the year, the off season. Um, you know, things have got a little quiet there, and then you know, you have Big 12 media days where you land a recruit. He's been able to keep this train rolling somehow, and a lot of it is just people eating up the fact that um, you know the the whole high school thing, his relationships. He's growing those in Lubbock as we speak, and he's been, you know, doing events across the state, and or he's done events across the state. He's doing events in Lubbock, you know, kind of everywhere. A big NIL announcement uh, that just came out yesterday, and everything's just kind of hitting the hitting the ground running at full speed for Joey McGuire, and it seems like it's just not going to stop anytime soon, especially with you know kickoff not even that far away anymore. Let's talk about the NIL deal. The Red Raiders have said that there's a one-year contract for scholarship athletes and a few walk-ons, preferred walk-ons, of 25000 a a, uh, a year. How how has that been accepted uh, around campus? And, and do you feel like that that is a huge knock for Joey McGuire? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a huge, huge deal. It shows how much support he has from his alumni base because obviously those are all – uh, a lot of those are based off of the Matador Club, which is a uh, a run organization that is here to uh, uh, take the take the football program and programs across the campus of Texas Tech just to different levels with the you know the help of donations. Uh, they were able to do that with football. Um, they're able to do it with a lot of other ones. This is obviously a huge, huge, huge deal. You get um, 85 scholarships, and I believe I saw 15 walk-ons, so a total you know of 100 100 folks there at. Uh, players that are going to get this deal and uh, in return they do have to complete that community service which joey mcguire has already done with these guys before they're going to get all of that completed and it just kind of helps them be able to kind of grow their own brand here in lubbock and you know be able to actually reach out to the community which uh, is a huge part of the culture that uh, mcguire wants to build here um, in west texas do you think that other programs around the country will look at that as maybe hey that's a great idea that may be the model that we need to go by yeah for sure and i think um with with things when when joey mcguire and he told us this at media days um his whole thing about nil is he loves it he eats it up he wants his guys to be able to use their name image and likeness you know for positives and that's one thing that he really touched on though he doesn't want somebody to come in and and he said this um, as a quote, um, roughly, he basically kind of said, you know, there's not going to be a guy in the Red Raider locker room that's going to be getting X amount of dollars over this this X player and not even play it down for the Red Raiders. He says they're going to deserve this money, they're going to earn this money, and um, or earn any support that they do receive. And he just handled it very, very well. And uh, the, the way he's handling it, people are enjoying it. People are actually, you know, really behind this, uh, especially this new new huge deal that's one of the biggest ones in, across the country now for those hundred players that are going to receive the twenty five thousand in nil money but that's not restricted is it from what i understand they can still go out and negotiate and get even more on top of that that's just the base right yes i believe so if i yeah, i'm on the same page as you if i understand it correctly yeah they, there's a lot more that can go into it that's just the base for these players how much does that help in recruiting do you think in the long run 
I think nowadays it's going to be, if not one of the bigger selling points. And then you, you got the uh, the new facility, the south or the upgrades in the south of the end zone there to even you know recruit with that. Um, the the amount of money being invested in Texas Tech right now, solely based on donors, is incredible. And it's one thing that Joey McGuire is not shy to to appreciate and not shy to you know run away from it and to use it in recruiting. I mean, he's going to get a recruiting lounge in the new south end zone that they're going to be building and completing. I think it just brings you more momentum. And um, I haven't I haven't seen a head coach get in his first year without even playing it down have so much support just already behind him. How much has the rivalry between the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the TCU Horn Frogs grown over the past 48 hours? Yeah, I think the past 24 hours it's already grown a lot, man. I mean, you saw the some Red Raider sports subscribers. Um, we had nothing to do with that deal. We've um, they just started the thread on our board and they ran with it. Sent some cactus over to the TCU headquarters <laughs> there at the athletic office, and that's just something that Texas Tech fans are enjoying. And it kind of gives you, especially when you when you are losing a Texas and the Oklahomas. Uh, you know, past years Texas has never really truly seen Texas Tech as a rival. They, they some would say. Uh, down in Austin, at least, and to be able to actually kind of have this little rivalry going on, and you're keeping this TCU in, in the Big 12, hopefully, you know, Texas Tech, who knows what they're going to do the next few years, you know, but at least for now, we know we're going to be seeing the Horned Frogs on the, any any court or any, any field, you know, in the fall and spring, so it, it's actually really, it's really fun for Texas Tech fans to see, and uh, a lot of people are just eating that up. It, it's, it's grown insane. It's such a kind of momentous uh, little little moment here for texas tech at least with the cactus it's, it's insane for those who don't understand what we're talking about with the cactus it's all kind of started with the athletic director at tcu saying hey we're we're not going to make any more tickets available for red raider fans because we don't want red raiders in, in our stadium overtaking our home crowd and what led into the cactus that uh, everybody's talking about right now, Brandon? So uh, I believe it was assistant, basically. Um, it was a lot of Twitter stuff. You probably want to go on Twitter for listeners that want more details into it. But basically um, saying you can't build a brand in the desert. And he used the <laughs> cactus emoji. And uh, Texas Tech Twitter did, did its thing. And, um, you know, Lubbock loves the pettiness. We love to, you know, it, it's just all fun and games, honestly, at the end at the end of the day. But everybody on campus, uh, student organizations, uh, colleges, college of media communication, all sorts of people um, are getting behind the cactus movement. All the players, former alum, uh, are tweeting. Uh, Pat Mahomes was one of them, tweeted out some cactus just because you can't build a brand in the desert. But that's exactly what they're going to do. And um, I don't think there's any stop in that athletic office right now. And they're, they're doing a really good job handling it uh, professionally as well. I think both sides are. Brandon, what's the over-under that when Texas Tech plays TCU, there is a green cactus on the helmet of the Red Raiders? Oh, that's a that, – I never thought – I'm going to go over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that. That That's a that's a good point there. <laughs> and I, I thought you were going to ask about fans. So I, I think, as you know – as you know, Ward, I think Texas Tech fans are going to find a way to somehow probably match the TCU fans, even in Fort Worth. All right, I, you know, I, I think TCU fans are liable to make a lot of money off Red Raider fans for that oh, yeah. game in in Amon Carter because they'll understand that hey, Tech fans, they're they're not going to be shy about ponying up to get in that stadium, oh, yeah. especially after all this has happened, right? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And then that's just going to bleed over to basketball and baseball, which <laughs> you know, both programs have been pretty successful over the years. So it's just going to bleed over and it's going to make those games a lot of fun for, I think, both fan bases, honestly. Now let's talk some football, Brandon. As the Red Raiders in the first year of Joey McGuire, what's the strength of this football team? Right now, um, after media days and you know talking to those guys, I think the, the culture, the family environment, um, those guys are having so much fun. You could tell at media days. They just seemed a lot different when they interacted with each other. And um, talking to some of the players that were there, uh, including Miles Price, one of the more uh, experienced receivers now that Eric Izukanma left for the Red Raiders, is that it just seems like it's not just um, – he, he provided me with – it's not just the offense and defense anymore. We're, we're a team. When it comes to communication, when it comes to lifting whoever, whatever position group it is, whoever wants to do whatever, they're all kind of intermingling. They're all kind of doing their thing as Red Raiders. It's not just like quarterbacks with quarterbacks anymore. It's not just O-linemen, O-linemen, big guys with big guys. It's kind of everybody's just in it together. I think that's their biggest strength that a lot of people aren't going to see, obviously. And then um, other than that, I think that secondary is going to be one of the more feistier ones in the Big 12 this year. They have a lot of experience. They're, they're returning a lot of players. I think that's going to be a really key group to key in on um, this offseason and then once the season actually kicks off. You hear of teams wanting to unite and be as one, but even in Lubbock, the big question mark has always been, or for for the most part in recent memory, has been this defense can't hold its water and help the offense. You've got to outscore people. You've got to score over 50 points a game to even have a chance. Mm-hmm. Can this yeah, defense sure. change that, that moniker? Can they, I think so. Can they be a defense that – because, look, the Big 12 has has changed over the past couple of years. I mean, it's no longer that high-flying, hey, we've got to run 100 snaps and we've got to score in the 50s or 40s at the minimum to to even be able to be a part of a conversation in a football game. This defense is this, – this league is leaning toward the defensive side of things. Can the Raiders keep up with time and be a defensive team? Yeah, that's uh, that's a you know, and obviously, like you said, that's been one of the biggest question marks over the past few years. I think something that uh, I'm actually interested in probably doing a story about this is looking at former Red Raiders like your Dakota Allens, now your DeCollin Schooler, specifically two linebackers there. I think the past coaches at the end of the day should receive some credit for bringing in some of those guys that actually could bring a locker room together and I think that's kind of what helped this defense over the past few years even though not being one of the best obviously they want to score those points your past two head coaches and the past offensive coordinators and you know Cliff Kingsbury Matt Wells uh, David Yost at OC and now Zach Kitley they're going to want to put up those points they're always going to want to do that now probably more so with Zach Kitley at the helm at offensive coordinator I think he's really going to want to really want to put up those yards and put up those numbers pretty quick and quick and fast and just kind of get that going Defensive-wise, though, I think you turn back and look at some of those leaders that they've um, obviously pushed through Texas Tech that have kind of set the bar for expectations on defense because you can talk to any of those defenders on this team now that are obviously not freshmen, but they'll lean back and say, hey, Dakota Allen will do this, or Jordan Brooks, who's a late first-rounder in Seattle, who I, I don't know if he led the Seahawks in tackles, but I know he was up there in tackles his rookie season. They're going to look back at those guys and say, hey, this is what they taught us. This is what we're going to teach you, and you got to carry that brand on defense. Let the offense score the points because they're going to want to score those points, and they're going to figure out how to score those points. 
But I think that's one key part in that defense that really kind of push, pushes them close to where they want to be is that past experience of those players. And then you get a guy like Tim DeRuiter who's coached, uh, you know, a lot of NFL guys in here. Just kind of seeing how his system works year one is going to be interesting. Are we going to see the Red Raiders return to the high-flying offense in your mind? In my mind, I want to say yes. Um, just based off of Zach Kittley's record, when he was here, obviously, with Pat Bailey Zappi, who he's now a New England Patriot, got drafted by those guys. and He's always kind of had – he's always kind of figured out a way to get – his quarterback and his receivers, those touches and those numbers, I think we will see a pretty high-powered offense, especially with guys like Miles Price. Um, he has a lot of speedy weapons out there that he can really use. Once we figure out who that quarterback is, which you know maybe they've done that already and just haven't said anything, but once they solidify starting quarterback some way, um, you're going to start to hear more and more about how they're going to want to utilize this offense. That was my next question, Brandon. Who is the starting quarterback for this Red Raider football team in your mind? In my mind, I believe uh, you got to look at Tyler Shuck. Unfortunate injury last year, obviously. He did have some hiccups there, and we did see him play. But he was brought in from Oregon as a transfer to lead the Red Raiders from, from day one. And I don't think that's honestly really kind of changed now, um, depending on, obviously, I haven't been to some of those, you know, off-season individual workouts, whatever they do. Once we do have access to that, um, I'm going to see how he kind of looks out there. I do know Donovan Smith will push him for his job and Baron Morton. They have three guys that are capable, but I just think it's kind of Shuck's job to lose. Brandon Solis, RedRaiderSports.com with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Brandon, go find you a cactus and have a great afternoon. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, too. Thank y'all for having me. You bet. There he goes. Red Raiders in their cactus. I've even seen some some shirts with cactus on them and the double T as well. And it's, there was a, I saw a post on Twitter that I thought was kind of funny. It was, you know, uh, Baylor sent Joey McGuire out to Texas Tech, and he's already got them feeling the same way about TCU as Baylor fans. <laughs> yeah, they are worked up. Man, they are. And it all started with, with hey, we're not going to let Red Raiders take over our stadium. Yeah, that was that was a not – even if you want that to happen, you don't put it out there no. like that. all you're doing is – is is Pour wha- gas on it. Yeah, you're, you're hitting the hornet's nest with a stick because now <laughs> – now they're going to come out even more. Absolutely. And and what I read uh, from one online is that you could do it by buying one of their mini packages, which I believe is a couple of different three-game packages. And they're right. like, I'll just do that and give the tickets to the other two games away because I'm going. Well, you could do that. or I, And I, I believe TCU fans will certainly sit sit back and go, I can make what off right, this one game? Right, right. Yeah, make a, make a few bucks themselves. Yes. Either way, I think... They could buy those packages and then sell that one game and pay for their package. That's a great point. I didn't think about that, yeah. Or pay for their summer vacation in some <laughs> cases. I, I predict, and I'm not exactly going out on a limb here, but there will be a lot of red and black in the stands for that game. I, I think so. I You know, there always is anyway, mm-hmm. but now it, you, you just double down. Yeah, so now it, they made it personal. <laughs> All right, thanks to Brandon Solis talking Red Raiders uh, with us here on the Matt Mosley Show. Coming up next, Aaron Sexton's Campus Confidential. That's next on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our other new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The American League beat the National League in the All-Star Game 3-2. It was the ninth straight win for the American League. Martin Perez became the eighth Ranger pitcher to throw a perfect inning in his first All-Star appearance. Corey Seager played the final few innings and grounded out his only plate appearance. John Carlos Stanton was the game's MVP. Sweden's Hendrik Stenson will no longer serve as European captain at the 2023 Ryder Cup in Rome with sources confirming he's preparing to join the LIV. Charlotte Hornets restricted free agent Miles Bridges is facing three felony domestic violence charges after being accused of assaulting his girlfriend in front of their two children. Two more players from better were selected in the MLB draft. Outfielder Kyle Davin in the 11th round by the Dodgers and shortstop Jack Pineda was taken in the 12th round by Kansas City. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is not Matt Mosley, sorry. Again, it is Ward Whites along with Aaron Sexton. And it is time for Campus Confidential. Aaron, what do you have today? We will start off with Baylor football recruiting. Got their 23rd commitment for the 2023 class, and it's a big one. Trey Wilson, 6'3", 245-pound defensive lineman, from Garland Lakeview Centennial. He had offers from 32 schools and he was, he, he is uh, ranked number 268 on ESPN's national top 300 list. He's picked Baylor over offers from, like I said, 32 schools all over the country, but he had narrowed his list down to USC, Washington, Baylor, and Utah were his official visits and picked Baylor today. He is the third Baylor commit out of the ESPN top 300. So uh, a good early recruiting start for Baylor continues today with another ESPN top 300 commitment. Very nice. Okay, Ward, I know you're like me. Every football coach should be positive and should think that eventually their program will get to where they are the best, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. But there are certain schools and certain circumstances where you don't know if that's ever possible. Would that be fair, too? Yes, there's no doubt. Okay, and I think we would both agree that Vanderbilt's one of those? Probably, yeah. I can agree I mean, with that. I mean, w- I'd love Vanderbilt. I would love if they became a national power, turned it around. But Yeah, but there's, Vanderbilt, there's the but. Yeah, exactly. Vanderbilt coach Clark Lee is undeterred by last season's 2-10 and 10 record or the program's eight consecutive seasons finishing under 500 at SEC Media Days going on right now. He said, quote, we know in time Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. Never mind. That the, yeah. Now, this Whoa. is a program that's never won 10 games in a season and never appeared in an SEC championship game. Lee who is in his second season as head coach after spending three seasons as the Notre Dame defensive coordinator, sees a path to prosperity. He did 
also say uh, there are no cheat codes and getting there is going to require a long, hard way. But I, uh, I don't know that they can ever get there with where they are and as a program and where they are in a conf- in that conference. That conference makes it very difficult for them. Yep. Program-wise, maybe if you're somewhere else and you can get some momentum and some things go your way and you get a little bit lucky. My dad always said it's better to be lucky than good any day of the week. But in that conference, they're, they're just – they're not part of the equation. No. And <laughs> that was when I read that quote, it was one of those – Oh, bless his heart moments, you know, like I, I hope he does well. And, and he's obviously a good coach. He comes from a top program in Notre Dame as the defensive coordinator. And I'm sure he'll get things t- turned around to a certain extent. But getting to the top of the SEC is a, is a, is a hill that is going to be really difficult for anyone to climb outside of Alabama and Georgia, much less a small private school that's never won 10 games. All right, yeah, it's it's going to be very, very tough for that to happen. All right. The COVID rules and shutdown affected Kirby Smart, uh, Georgia's Kirby Smart, more than most people probably realized. The head coach of last year's national champion, Georgia Bulldogs, said he was, quote, ready to step down in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. It halted in-person recruiting and created a dead period until June 1st of last year, causing an influx of visits that left the coach and his staff feeling burned out. He said, quote, I was ready to step down. I was done. We had kids every day from June 1st to June 28th. We had caravans showing up from Atlanta, from the Atlanta airport at midnight, and they wanted to go, obviously, to get, you know, see the, all the facilities and mm-hmm. the stadium, and that pretty much, so you're talking, basically what he describes is they were going from 7 a.m. to midnight every day of the week for the entire month of June. Welcome to coaching, Kirby Smart. That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, that, that's... That, <laughs> Come I, on, man. <laughs> that, I was like... Some Texas high school coaches sitting out there giggling right now. Right, and I was kind of thinking, isn't that what you normally do? And I, I have no doubt that that's probably Nick Saban's schedule in the month of June is 7 a.m. to midnight oh. every day of the week. Yes. I mean, that's that's Scott Stewart and Temple High School and Brian Cope at Lake Belton and let me name some more. It's my dad, me growing up as a kid, his complete schedule. It's just, it's what you do. Yeah. Well, that, and I brought that up because you're, you are an ex-coach and I, I, you have a lot more knowledge in that field, but that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, like, I know that to a lot of people, that is a lot of work and a, and a crazy schedule. But to a football coach, especially to a, a, coll- a Division I college football coach at one of the top programs. Yeah, that's even worse. That's, that's what you signed up for, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That couch in the head coach's office is not for your comfort. <laughs> That's for him to catch a wink or two that's when he gets a chance. Okay, that yeah, that's for that's for the twenty minute naps, maybe once or twice a day. Yes, absolutely. All right, just just making sure I wasn't crazy on that. But he said he was so burnt out that he he was give me a break. He thought he was done. Now he went back and kind of walked it back a little bit, but he did even when he was walking it back say he was he was really burnt out. So poor Kirby Smart after winning that national championship. He had to work every day in the month of June, Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. 
<laughs> Welcome to coaching. <laughs> Good grief. Yep. Uh, All right. Alabama coach Nick Saban. Ooh, this will be the last story. Uh, the Alabama coach Nick Saban talking about NIL. Um, he still reiterated his hesitations about the changing landscape and NIL's part, a part being a part of it. But he did talk about Alabama, Alabama's NIL program, and he said that his players earned a combined three million from NIL in their Ooh. first year of it. I thought that was a pretty amazing number, considering that unlike certain other schools in the state of Texas who will remain nameless, they kind of got a late start with it. And I don't say that in a Actually, I'll say, you know, Texas A&M, they got an early start with it, and I don't begrudge them what they've been able to mm-hmm. accomplish with it because it's all totally legal. Well, yeah. They were actually ahead of the curve, and for once, Alabama was kind of behind the curve. That's that's why he made those comments, because it caught him off guard how fast and how big the money came in and how big it got. And they're catching up now, and I think he's less worried but, um, yeah, three, three million, considering they got a late start with their NIL program, is pretty remarkable, even for the top, arguably the top program in the country. Well, it's not arguable right now. No, it's not. It's, it's not. He's got enough rings to, to fill a cabinet. So <laughs> He is, uh, you know, I mean, you can make the argument still for Bear Bryant, but I, I would argue he's the greatest head coach in college football history with what he's done in the modern game to be able to dominate it like he has. It's it has just, to be in the conversation. There's it, no doubt. It's pretty incredible. has to be in the conversation. It's pretty incredible. All right. Well, we're nearing the end, so we better uh, say some thank yous and wrap it up. But right. First, I want to thank you for filling in for Matt the last couple of days. It's It's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, everything you've done. Matt Mosley will be back tomorrow. So all of you that tuned in the past three days disappointed, the Mutt will be back tomorrow. So, according to Stretch. I'm sure there were a couple people who have schedules similar to mine that were like, wait a minute, how long did I sleep, Wards? (laughs) Wards on the air. I'm listening to game time. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah, Matt will be back tomorrow. Hey, thanks to Aaron for uh, keeping us afloat the last few days. Certainly do appreciate it. I've really enjoyed being in here uh, on the afternoons. Thanks today to John Machota from The Athletic. Talk a little Cowboys with us. Brian Cope, head coach of the Broncos at Lake Belton High School. And Brandon Solis, RedRaiders.com, all jumping on with us. Uh, today and talking sports here on ESPN Central Texas on this Wednesday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Be safe out there. Stay cool as you can. Uh, Stay hydrated. And we will see you tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas as uh, Tom Barfield will be back in the morning with game time on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in local sports. Thanks again, Aaron. Certainly do appreciate it. For Aaron Sexton, I'm Ward White. Until next time, so long, everybody. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview.